Today's hymn is Shall We Gather at the River, a long-time favorite baptismal hymn that, like many favorites, found its footing in the various American revival periods. To reflect on this, we turn to the passage from the book of Revelation, which inspires this hymn. Now, something I've learned while doing the series on beloved hymns is just how many of these hymns find their inspiration from John's revelation. Yet, this is an often feared and misunderstood book in the Christian faith. New Testament scholar Brian Blunt gives us a helpful way to understand Revelation, I believe. He says that the first thing to remember is that the book name is Revelation, not Revelations, as uh, some uh, folks have said it. The Apostle John has many visions, but only one revelation that roots the whole text. That revelation Jesus Christ is Lord of heaven and earth. Seeing the whole book through this one revelation helps us to see John's work as one of hope and perseverance for Christians in a difficult time. In our reading, which inspires today's hymn, John witnesses the new heaven and earth coming down, and a prominent feature of this new Jerusalem is a river going from the throne of the Lamb and through the heart of the city. I invite you to listen with open hearts and minds as we encounter God's Word together from the 22nd chapter of Revelation, beginning with the first verse. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, through the middle of the street of the city, on either side of the river is the tree of life, with its twelve kinds of fruit, producing its fruit each month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Nothing accursed will be found there anymore, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and His servants will worship Him. They will see His face, and His name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. And he said to me, these words are trustworthy and true, for the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon take place. See, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. Our hymn this morning, Shall We Gather at the River, is a longtime favorite of our Baptist friends, particularly for when they gather at a river or stream to baptize new Christians. As we'll see, this hymn has baptismal imagery, uh, and while it does so, it's really more a hymn about what God's kingdom will be like and looking forward together for this kingdom to come. Being a lifelong Presbyterian from Michigan, I honestly never heard this hymn until I pastored my former church in Tennessee, where the Southern Baptist influence is, is very prevalent in the culture and community. 
My parishioners there frequently listed it as among their favorite hymns, and they finally got an opportunity to sing it. See, the former Presbyterian hymnal, the, the bright royal blue one, did not include this hymn in its pages. Then soon before I arrived as pastor, they adopted the then new Glory to God hymnals, the ones we have in our pews, um, that, yeah, the, the ones we have here at WPC. This new hymnal included twice as many hymns as the former one, and with that meant the inclusion of many old favorites that were previously excluded, like our hymn today, Shall We Gather at the River? The hymn was written by a Baptist pastor named Robert Lowry. Lowry writes these words in Brooklyn, New York in the summer of 1864, which for you history folks is well in the midst of the Civil War. The commentary to our hymnal notes that a confluence of the weariness of this time, both of war and also a raging typhoid epidemic, along with an unbearable heat wave, found Lowry exhausted one July day. Notes he sat at his parlor organ, and as he did so, he experienced a vision, one that closely resembled the Apostle John's on the Isle of Patmos, sparking what we now know as the book of Revelation. In this vision, Lowry saw the heavenly throne, the saints gathered around this throne, and finally, and most importantly, the river of life coming from it. So while having this vision, sitting at his parlor organ, Lowry claimed these words just came to him. Shall we gather at the river? That is, shall we gather at the river of life, the very river flowing out of the throne of the Lamb, the Son of God, who is Jesus himself, seated at the throne of God? These words, this question and invitation to gather at the river in the kingdom of God mark a striking distinction of uh, a hymn theme of that time, uh, hymns on, about the river of death. River of death hymns were popular in that period, where thinking of death was feared and seemed so at odds with John's vision at the end of Revelation. John's vision, where the water is crystal clear and nourishes the tree of life with its twelve fruits, its leaves for the healing of the nations. This is a hopeful vision, friends. One that, for Lowry, beckons the question that feels so much more like an invitation. Shall we gather at the river? For Lowry, we can see that this invitation has many layers. Living and ministering through the Civil War in a typhoid epidemic claiming so many lives far too soon, it's safe to say he's very much picturing these folks who are going into the kingdom, the ones dying far too soon. Instead of coming to the dark river of death, as so many hymns of his day were uh, singing and writing, he invites them to John's vision of the beautiful river in God's kingdom, where nothing accursed, nothing that will harm or separate could be found. Friends, as we continue to live through this time of pandemic, the number of lives taken by this virus, I think Lowry's reflection is so life-giving for us today. 
But Lowry's invitation is not just for those whose time on earth has come to an end. It's extended to all of us as we live awaiting the coming kingdom of God. We see this in verse 4 as it says, Soon we'll reach the shining river. Soon our pilgrimage will cease. Soon our happy hearts will quiver at the melody of peace. Right here is where our complimentary hymn uh, finds its way in. Uh, We await the peaceful kingdom that we'll sing at the end of today's service. It helps illustrate this point. This hymn uses imagery from Isaiah 11 that we are accustomed, more accustomed to hearing during the season of Advent. As we look forward to the coming of God's kingdom, where the wolf and lamb shall lie together when wars cease and division and brokenness end. This illustrates Lowry's use of Revelation to show that God's coming kingdom will put an end to all of this, all this violence and division, to give us hope and inspire us to live in such a way here and now. In this moment through which we're living in both pandemic and division, there is so much that we can connect with in these hymns. But can I tell you my favorite part about our hymn today and why I have grown to love it? Lowry begins with the question, the invitation, shall we gather at the river? Each verse describes another aspect of what gathering at this river will be like. When we do so, we'll walk together in worship, we'll lay every burden down, we'll each get a robe and a crown. But then, At the end of each verse, we join in a refrain that functions functions as an answer to the beginning question and invitation. Shall we gather at the river? And then comes the refrain. Yes. Yes, we'll gather at the river, the beautiful river. Gather with the saints at the river that flows by the throne of God. It's powerful. It's a bold affirmation of faith and hope that God is bringing about a kingdom where pain, violence, division, suffering cease, that we're all gathered there together. This verse and refrain together form a sort of call and response through which we affirm that we know how our story ends, that it ends together at this river in the kingdom of God. As I said today, friends, today is a great day at WPC as we get to welcome new members, pack backpacks for our children uh, in the community, and get to celebrate both sacraments, communion and baptism. So needless to say, I'm really trying my best to keep the message short. When we celebrate the sacraments of baptism and communion, we really glimpse, we get to experience a glimpse of this kingdom. In baptism, as we welcome uh, people into our family of faith, we get to remind them that they are a beloved child of God. We remember the water from this river of life coming from the throne of God. In communion, we get a foretaste of the great banquet in God's kingdom, where people of every time and place gather at a table where our Lord sits as host. Each time we come together to celebrate a sacrament, friends, it's as if we're saying aloud through our action the very invitation of our hymn, Shall we gather at the river?
Friends, may our passage from Revelation and Lowry's hymn, inspired from these words, embolden us to live into God's kingdom of justice, peace, and love as if it were already here. May we find ways to extend our hymn's invitation to those in our midst, that together we might look and wait for that day when we'll all gather at the river in the kingdom of God where bright angel feet have trod alongside the saints of our community in every time and place. We'll have no need of lamps or sun. For God, God and God's self will be our light. May it be so, friends. Amen.